یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں
Uh, and the year 96, of course, was, um, was as we chronicled it quite a few times in the last few episodes, the another stellar season for the Chicago Bulls and possibly the best. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I think people argue whether it, between that team, 96 and 92 team, I think 96 team all, obviously had the better record, 72-10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think people would argue that 92 team played in a slightly tougher league, like less diluted league, and, and were, looked more impressive. So either yeah. way, the 96 team, because they're Rodman and Jordan came back with the vengeance, one of the greatest teams of all time. So uh, we bow our head to that, to, to that season. Most definitely, most definitely. I feel like it's going to go downhill from here because we're going to talk about Indian basketball for a little bit. Uh, it will never scale the heights of seventy-two uh, temples, but maybe, hey, maybe, uh, maybe we can dream. Let's start with the good news. Uh, the the good news is, and again, we're recording this much later. We're recording this. Uh, what is the date? It is September twenty-eighth. So. Um, uh, we will get to the NBA preview very soon. Last night, the Miami Heat beat the Celtics in Game 6, and now they're in the finals. The finals are set. Before we get into that... Who are uh, they playing some, the finals against, Karan? I, some team. Some, some team that used to be in Minneapolis. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> There's no lakes in that city. I don't know what they're doing in the finals. <laughs> um, but before we get to that, um, sh- shout out to our main man, uh, a frequent Hoop Dashan guest, possibly the greatest guard in Indian basketball history, uh, and just all-round cool dude, the Brown Mamba, the ban- Banarsi Mamba, Vishesh Bhrigumanchi, Benjamin Button Banarsi. There's a lot. There's a lot going on with him. Yes. Um, he's finally is, 16 years old. He's finally <laughs> Vishesh Bhrigumanchi, the, the the man who has the auxiliary of fountain or, or the fountain of youth, has won the Arjuna Award, which is just incredible. So few basketball players win the award. I think, you know, there's only been a few dozen players to to, to make it to this level. Uh, in the last 15 years, or, or sorry, in the last, like, I was in 19 years, only th- three individuals have gotten it. Uh, Gitu and Jose, Gitu and Rahul, uh, Prashanti Singh, another fellow Banarsi, and now Vishesh. So... Shout out to Vishesh. He completely deserves this. Uh, has really been one of the most important players for Indian hoops. And uh, I I just feel that like as his, you know, as his career sort of finally, I think, takes a downturn as he gets older, I think it, it's important to have have this notch to be remembered this way. So uh, very, proud of, very proud of Vishesh. Definitely, definitely. It's pretty cool to be the first male player to do it. Um, and finally, uh, I think yeah, the first male in about 20 years. Right, right, yeah. Uh, finally, we can say that like the Arjuna Award goes to someone who plays a sport where you know sharp shooting is is necessary, like Arjuna. For sure, for sure, yeah. He he he's a basketball Arjun now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if they uh, ever but, make a movie about you and him, they can call it Karan Arjun now. Oh no, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I get that too much. Every time there's an Arjun in the room. They, that's yeah. it. The two of us. That's it. It's over. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I figured it wasn't the first time you heard that. <laughs> um, sticking with a, 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 another bit of positive Indian basketball news, uh, Prince Pal Singh, as you guys may have remembered from the last time we spoke great about name. it. Yeah, another great name. 
uh, who, who uh, if you're following any basketball, obviously you do or you should. He he is now signed with the G League team, and the G League team is now called Ignite. That name is out there, and it's it's it looks like it's a pretty loaded team. It's a, it's gonna be a fun team, uh, and and they'll get to play at um, I don't know where their home games will be actually. Uh, we spoke to Yash Matanka about this. Yeah, I don't think that's been decided quite yet. It's like they, they'll be traveling all around yeah. um, the G League schedule uh, if and when that happens, uh, given the world that we're in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they play a lot of games on the road as part of the G League and also you know training camp all over the places. So yeah, sure. really, really exciting. A lot of big names, as you said, but um, also a lot of like big guys from yeah, yeah. various international locations. So it'll be interesting to see how he performs uh, the, against the competition. They will be they will be based out of Walnut Walnut Nut in California, and their coach will be Brian Shaw, a familiar name for you, Koshik. Um, Absolutely, I can't believe there's a place called Walnut Nut. Oh, sorry, Walnut Walnut Creek. Walnut, okay. <laughs> Walnut Nut would have been hilarious. It's a place <laughs> called Walnut Creek. Uh, the in California, the team will be coached by Brian Shaw, and yeah. Uh, so he just left India a few days ago. He, he flew out uh, for for good, or, not, or at least for to start this his new uh, profession, basically start his new career. So so good luck to him. Uh, and just to round it off, Kaushik, I have some sad news about Indian basketball because you can't always oh, no. have good news. You can't, of course. You got to end on a, on a realistic news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arshpreet Bhullar, who was the Punjabi player, was the MVP of. The previous senior nationals, just a very talented guy, but also, you know, can be unpredictable. He he was facing a one-year ban for, for being in the same, uh, participating in the same fight in Bangalore that uh, that also banned Amjot Singh. Yes. He has now been banned four years for uh, apparently like taking a, a drug that he wasn't supposed to take, or a performance-enhancing drug that he wasn't supposed to take. Now that that is all I know about it so far. I don't know the, the specifics of what he took, but uh, the drug authority tested him and they found this out. And now that's it. Like it's four years is insane for a guy who's so close to his prime and uh, probably probably in his prime. He was the MVP of the of as I said of of the senior nationals. So it's yeah, you know how young. Um, Indian players' primes are because they kind of cap out after a while because of the lack of. Uh, professional league and all, all of the usual stuff that we moan about. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he's missing out on these four years, it's it's brutal. It's yeah. I don't know what else to add to that. There's always you know th- th- there's always like a big cloud hanging over Indian basketball or, or bad news you know. And uh, yeah. I I just wish uh, I don't even know. I mean he it, 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 I feel four years is too harsh for 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 a penalty like that. He obviously deserves to be punished. But four years is way too much. It's the end of a career in in many ways. Uh, but but that's the way it rolls in Indian basketball. So um, wishing him the best, but also like I hope I guess he he's being made a into like you know sort of a, a role model in the, in a negative way, he, like made into an example of, of what would happen if you if you make a mistake like that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Koshik, before we end, we, we, I mentioned Amjot. What's Amjot up to? Uh, I'm, I'm, I have, I have a lot of comments on this. I <laughs> follow him on Instagram, and every now and then, as we talks, all do, yeah, as we all do, yes. As 
he posts every now and then uh, some basketball action that he's currently involved in right now. Obviously, he's serving a, a ban and he's um, he's obviously not in the good books of the BFI, so he's not playing elite level competition. Not that anybody else is at the moment, but yeah. he seems to be playing against a bunch of nobodies who are literally half his size on some <laughs> random courts wherever he's living right now. And he just... He just destroys them. He like dunks over. Nobody's? He's hey. <laughs> dunking over five foot six guys. He's blocking five foot six guys. And what what is going on, Amjot? Like you you need to be doing better things than that. <laughs> I I gotta say from the perspective of somebody who would be that nobody. Like if I'm playing basketball and Amjot Singh just rolls up to like dunk on me, I doubt that my life is made. I'd be so excited. Like yes, oh my yes. god, he's one of the 100%. best. Uh, so, so, so that reminds me. I guess I should use that opportunity to plug the fact that the very since we spoke about Vishesh a few minutes ago, um, the first time I met Vishesh, he was 18 years old, and I went to him. Like he, he had recently been named um, MVP of Basketball Without Borders Asia. Uh, this is I'm talking 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd gone. I was working at the Times of India in Varanasi then, and. I didn't know anything about him. I never even heard of his name. Despite being a basketball fan, I, I didn't know anything about him because you don't even get to know about Indian hoops at all back then. There was no news that way. So I was sent to interview him and I, I meet this guy. And my first thought is the moment this interview is over, I'm challenging this guy to a, to a game. That's it. Like I, I need to see how good he is. And I'm like a bit older than him. I was probably uh, 24 back then. Um, you know, in, in the in the peak of my basketball playing prime, as I as I must say, I was feeling I was feeling myself. Uh, I scored the first three points against him. This was a five point game. We just wanted to do a quick thing. Neither of us were dressed ready. Like I was in my jeans, he was in his track pants. And then he decided like just to stop screwing around and then just like <laughs> proceeded to score the next five within a matter of two minutes. Uh, so. So my point is, when 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 you're at the other end of playing against a great player, whether it's Amjot dunking or five foot sevens or me challenging Vishesh, why not? I think I think it's great for you <laughs> to play against greats like that. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I suppose like he can't really be doing much more. So uh, all right, Amjot. Like ho- hopefully like we get to see that him do that against like Asian players of of quality because we know he can. And we he was in the G League like a year and a half ago. So yeah, yeah, that's he 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 can play at a very high level. I just hope, yeah, as you say, I I hope the I hope his skill level continues to you know go up and instead of coming down to the level of like playground idiots like me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Koshik, uh, I think it's time to move on and talk about something that's very dear and clo- dear to your heart. The Lakers are back in the NBA Finals. I am very 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 excited. Um, I may not sound like it because it's 9.50 p.m. here uh, on a Monday and I've, I've had a pretty draining Monday, but I'm definitely pumped that uh, my Lakers are back after a long hiatus of 10 years. I know you have a thing or two to say about that, current, but uh, in the in the land of the Lakers, that's that's a pretty long time. We That is a long time in Laker history. We will get to a lot more on that very soon. What I want to do first is, um, so a few months ago, you know, uh, one of the, like basically someone who's a hardcore Laker fan, uh, his name is Abhishek Bhardwaj. He follows us online on Twitter and he reached out to us and uh, basically his dream was to be on Hoop Darshan. And I, I made a promise that the Lakers make the finals, he's, he's invited. 
you know, we'll we'll have him on for the panel's preview. This was like I don't know when this was maybe maybe back in December, January, a long time ago, pre-COVID, pre whatever. You know, sounds like almost we're talking BC here. Um, yes. Before COVID, but guess what? All these months later, ten months later, the Lakers are there. They are in the finals. So of course we kept our end of the promise. Dreams do come true, <laughs> and we're gonna have Abhishek Bharadwaj on to help us uh, preview the the NBA finals soon. Okay, so I'm excited to introduce Abhishek Bharadwaj to Hoop Darshan. Abhishek, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Dan. How are you? I'm great. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, I'm Hello. so so. Uh, first of all, where where are you at? Are you you're in uh, you're in Rajasthan, right? Yeah, I'm from Jaipur. So okay. I'm I'm born and brought up in Jaipur only. Okay. Uh, but I work in Pune. Okay. So uh, I was I started playing basketball. Uh, I started playing basketball at. at uh, from sixth, I guess, uh, which was in 2001. So, mm-hmm. and I then started following NBA from 2003, and ever since then, I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. Wow. And uh, I'm I'm an Yankees, but uh, I preach I preach so, yeah, that's my Laker is my religion. That's, that's how yeah, that's, I, I, I can introduce myself. So, so congrats to you. The Lakers have made the finals finally. I, I mean. Finally, it sounds like a stretch, but you know, 10 years later, since they last made it, um, did, did you feel that this season, you know, early on, it, now it's easy to see that this Laker team was probably, you know, destined to make it this far. But were you this confident about it once, once they got Anthony Davis, once the roster was set, you know, almost a year mm-hmm. ago? Were you confident that this is the team that mm-hmm. has that could win a title? Well, to, to be honest, uh, I was uh, riding the young cold bus. I was uh, I was a big I was a big fan of uh, and still I'm a big fan of uh, uh, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and all the kids. So I was riding that bus that uh, we should win with LeBron and all the kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, to who was talking better? I mean, the, the great fans, the uh, loyal fans I've been knowing for all these years. And I call them great fans because they were there uh, when the chips were down. And uh, so uh, I, I call them great, uh, the loyal uh, Lakers fans, like a lot of them, uh, who, who are not that loyal. But they were talking, oh, you are out of your mind. You know him, he's Anthony Davis. So we need a second superstar. And I also felt, uh, okay, Anthony Davis is great, but this great, I did not imagine. <laughs> but uh, yeah. He he uh, he. Uh, ever since he came to Lakers, he he has his priority set right. Uh, he was like, we I want to I want to uh, make Lakers the defensive best defensive team in in the NBA, and uh, so we we achieved that. Yeah, the, and the, the defensive player of the he could not get that. Yeah, I mean the, the the Lakers gave up a lot for AD. Do you know what? When you can get a guy who's basically like this good on both ends of the floor, who's basically who's like who's at a level of picks that just don't exist in the NBA anymore, you just got to do it. You, you, when you get to pair um, LeBron and AD, and and it's like his presence has really elongated LeBron's end of career too. You know, uh, LeBron gets to play with a guy talents like he's never played with before. So. Um, Kaushik, I mean, 
could could you have pictured this looking so easy in the very end like the fact that they made the finals it's ended up being a pretty smooth trip back yeah I, I, there's no way i could have imagined it being something like that and before before this the last hoop session episode when we spoke we were, we were still talking about clippers being the favorite yeah. and clippers being um, being potentially <laughs> the best the toughest opponent and i can always already hear like abhishek giggling and i am i'm definitely giggling as well um considering how badly they choked and how like we were kind of robbed of that lakers clippers matchup um yeah i could not have imagined it being this this sort of straightforward even uh, it, whether it was portland trail blazers or houston rockets or even denver nuggets to that extent like they were all there were a lot of close and tight games but lakers just showed experience and the sort of close out ability um and a seriousness that like i could not have imagined that at this level to start of the playoffs or the start of the season so uh abhishek going I, forward uh, the final opponent is uh, uh, the final opponent are the miami heat uh they yeah. are again obviously not if you had asked someone at the beginning of the season no one would think of them as like a juggernaut team uh, i think they were on pace to win just 49 games in the season and even now it, they, they are very unconventional they don't really have like star, star power in that way you know the, their best players are like low usage guys between jimmy and butler uh, jimmy and bam so yeah the lakers are still the odds makers favorites right w- what do you uh, feel actually the... I, yeah, actually it's the opposite actually is the opposite because if you if you have seen the 538 predictions Uh, I mean, uh, there's something about ESPN and 538, the uh, the Vegas predictions, because I think they are they are sheer Laker haters, because even uh, since they have arrived in the, uh, they are like uh, 10% chances in the playoffs uh, of winning the championship, and uh, maybe 8%. They were never before, uh, predicted Lakers to win uh, more than 28%, and uh, Uh, initially all the all the championship uh, contenders that they on their list uh, are out now because they they didn't have uh, yeah. didn't have a heat or lakers the title favorites so nuggets was the last favorite that they had on their list so they are so um so i think uh, so so what i'm I saying mean, is it's, it's a little chance for trolling on them on, on twitter like that only mm. uh, so, like, so what uh, i'm we, saying we is are, in this matchup in this matchup in the, in between the lakers and the heat uh, lakers are obviously the favorites going to this matchup what do you feel will be the most challenging sort of like i think a lot of people expected the last series uh, between the nuggets i think a lot of people including me expected that the jokic anthony davis matchup would be a lot closer than it turned out to be as it turned out ad really dominated that matchup on both ends what do you feel will be the the most tough thing for the lakers going against the miami heat what what are you worried about uh if there's anything you're worried about uh, going against the heat well uh, they they team who who has a 12 3 playoffs record and the lakers are also at 12 12 3 and uh, i can't count them out because they they defeated milwaukee bucks uh, the number one team mm. Um, I mean, yeah, Giannis was injured, but uh, we can't count them out. And especially, what what worries me is is uh, the shooters that they have because David Robinson, who has a like a very very good uh, quick release, and uh, Tyler Hero, uh, 
he he is bowling out and uh, jimmy jimmy butler has always been called as somebody who is not a great teammate but uh, look at him he is wearing uh, taller harris jersey to the uh, to to the dressing room and spolstra's jersey to the dressing room so i mean they are playing as a team because uh, when we were fighting portland trail blazers uh, we had uh, two players like uh, block uh, dame and cj out and you can win it same with uh, james harden uh, but things are not uh, quite similar now because uh, they have a very balanced scoring everyone everyone can play like if you count goran dragic out even he'll come and drive you drive the lanes and uh, will shoot uh, three and uh, will has a good uh, mid-range game also so, and uh, bam adebayo can't count, count that guy also because he's giving so much effort on both the ends and uh, one one more thing that i would like to point out is uh, uh, jay crowder who has been a phenomenal pick for them in uh, like in in this uh, buyout market i guess so mm-hmm. he he he's also something to look forward to because i think he's going to guard lebron or jimmy butler will be guarding lebron either of them uh, will be guarding uh, will be sharing the uh, minutes to guard lebron and uh, then we'll have uh, bam adebayo uh, to guard uh, i think anthony davis but uh, if lakers can play uh, like not small ball and play the conventional ball uh like having a center a regular center in in dwight howard so bam adebayo had to guard him and uh, i think lakers will be okay but then but uh, actually nothing worries me more than the shooting that they have and their their uh, their defense because this is a very great defensive team they can guard uh, in transition they can guard one on one and uh, they can switch everything so i think this is a good a good team uh, and uh, i'm not uh, counting them out i was i was not worried about nuggets but uh, uh, this is finals and anything can happen in the finals so, so i'm i'm not counting them out uh, it's it's lakers in six for me yeah so you're right about mentioning jay crowder i agree like he's going to end up being the primary guy on um, lebron as he was on actually yanis i think a lot of he ended up being the guy like again you don't you don't stop guys like yanis or lebron you just have to like frustrate them enough or slow them down enough um it's it's going to be a challenge from Miami's perspective because as you said like the Lakers have the ability of they can either go with Anthony Davis as center or they can go even bigger as center and with Miami it's it's Bam he's the only guy who has to who who will have to work in the post Bam is super talented but so far in the east he hasn't yet had to deal with conventional big men who are super talented you know like right now he just finished with Daniel Thies who who is really was is one of the worst players in the rotation of the of the Boston Celtics you know so this is going to be a big wake up call for him going trying to guard like Anthony Davis in the finals uh Koshik what about you what do you feel as a Laker fan would be something that you would be most concerned about going against uh, going against the heat yeah i think the the biggest advantage for the lakers so far has been just how um, physical and how how quickly they turn defense to offense and i think this is a miami team that can match them for speed and they're like they're the fittest team they like a bunch of people who can run around not stop they can shoot like crazy they they also like switch everything as a big set so it's just a very like complete team uh, they don't have the same level of you know star players like Anthony Davis or LeBron James uh, but at the same time they've got 
they've got such a deep team and they've got a bunch of players who are all playing beyond their levels right now like Tyler Hero is a he's a rookie and he just he's not playing like a rookie um, there's, there's so many other players Goran Dragic is is absolutely balling out he's having his like best season best postseason I think ever or uh, best season in a long time too so there's I, I think they have a lot of different types of weapons and they also have um, LeBron Sauber Andre Iguodala <laughs> if there was if there was ever one <laughs> um, yeah, funny, funny how they meet in the finals again, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they're just a, they're just a, like a very all-round complete team, and uh, they're extremely well coached. And I don't think that uh, either of the three opponents have been um, that high in terms of how how well coached they are for yeah. the Lakers just yet. Um, That's a very so good think, point. Like like Spolstra really has been the coach of the playoffs. Uh, he regardless of Stevens. what happens. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Coach Stevens. Yeah, so so no matter what happens, like with all due respect to uh, Lakers coach LeBron James, uh, Spolstra really has been. <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry, Le- Le- LeBron James is the Lakers uh, okay. coach. Uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So so I'll 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 point something out. Uh, yeah, uh, what you're saying is uh, I know you've been sarcastic, but uh, uh, Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel. Uh, if you see the record, I mean the matchup against. Uh, uh, Eric Spolstra. It's they, they have played 50 games against each other, and uh, Eric Spolstra has a slight advantage of 26 to 24. So I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Secondly, uh, I think Le- uh, Coach Vogel has done a great job uh, with the film room guys because mm-hmm. uh, maybe if Lakers, Lakers can give up the game one, okay, but uh, they'll come back and the little adjustments that they are doing on uh, after uh, what they see from the teams like mm-hmm. uh, in, from from, uh, from from all the three games uh, or from sorry from all the three series like mm-hmm. w- how they change things they can and because uh, they have such a great team where they can play small ball they can play center they can play something in middle so i mean they have the versatility uh, of the of the roster but uh, yeah lakers can adjust uh, as, after 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 a loss also or maybe two, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah you you can disrespect the coach uh, Frank like that. Oh, I mean obviously they, they they have they they have uh, two of the great IQ players like Rondo yeah. and LeBron definitely, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah shout out to my guy Frank Vogel and Phil Andy also they are doing great job and also Jason Kidd because Lakers lost one game when he was not fit uh, I think it it was in. Uh, uh, the uh, Houston series, he was not fit, uh, so he came back, and uh, I, I don't know if he didn't lose after that. Again, okay, yeah, this is more a respect to Spolstra because anytime you have two of the five best players, which is LeBron and Anthony Davis, the coach's job will be underrated. Actually, Spolstra has been in the same situation. When Spolstra was coaching the Big Three Heat, he got very little credit for the actual right, coaching right. job. It was more about, oh, you have the best players, so you don't really need to be that great a coach. So I think Vogel actually has been, you're correct, in the past he's been a very good coach. But for someone like Spolstra to take a team which has no known stars, or, or of course, let me correct myself, not stars in the same level that LeBron and AD are, uh, he, he, he will get more credit. But uh, so Abhishek, I, I want to ask you, so, so for the Lakers, right, these two guys, LeBron and Anthony Davis, they're obviously... They are like so many levels ahead of anyone else in this series in terms of pure talent. They are so damn good. Uh, now the issue always happens: who will who will be the third person 
to step up. And for the Lakers, it's a revolving cast. Uh, sometimes it's your main man, Alex Caruso. Yeah. Sometimes it's Rondo, who sort of turns back the clock 10 years. Sometimes it's been, uh, you know, D- Dwight Howard who's given 15 minutes of good defense. Like, it's always... So, in this series, who, who would you say would end up being the third player? Because, as we know, if Miami has any advantage in this series, is their depth. Miami between... Maybe the one and two is not that good. But three to six, they have a clear advantage over the Lakers. Who do you feel has to be the player number three in this series to to make sure that the Lakers uh, do well? You know, if we talk about the Shaq and Kobe years, guys like Derek Fisher would step up a lot. Robert Horry would step up a lot. Who has to be that guy in the finals? Some, somebody is going to get very famous in the finals as being the third guy. So, so I think it's going, it should be and it's at the right time for Kuzma to step up. Uh, and match up against Tyler Hero. Uh, Tyler Hero, and there's a funny story that Tyler Hero's current girlfriend is uh, Kyle Kuzma's ex-girlfriend, who is in the bubble now. Yeah. So there's a matchup to watch uh, definitely there. So uh, I think Kyle Kuzma has always uh, been somebody who plays well when there there's when there's chip on his shoulder. So I think he he's he should be playing well because uh, it's. Lincoln has not also provided him any contract extension and he's going to hit the market uh, in this summer. So I think he, he will prove himself and uh, show that, uh, yeah, he can ball because uh, we were we were counting on him as the third guy, but uh, it what it, uh, it later on we figured out that there's no third guy in the Lakers team and it's always going to be revolving thing. And, uh, but I think, yeah, it's it's going to be mostly, it's going to be the AD series, but uh, Kyle Kuzma should step up if he wants to be known. Uh, and uh, as, uh, I mean, if he, if he wants to get paid, as simple as that. I mean, on the other hand, there's a chance that Tyler Hero, after stealing Kyle Kuzma's girlfriend, also steals the championship right from him. So, <laughs> this is not, it's quite possible. It, 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 it's Tyler quite possible. Hero has done amazing things. Uh, Abhishek, uh, <laughs> So before I let you go, uh, you you predicted Lakers in six. That was a prediction. Yeah. Uh, do you have a prediction for us for for who do you think will be the Finals MVP? Um, I think uh, Anthony Davis is the Finals MVP. You think LeBron will let that happen? <laughs> I think Anthony Davis will will uh, will will be the one uh, because. Who there's nobody there's actually nobody who in the Miami Heat who can stop AD. Maybe LeBron will uh, will be robbed again like he got robbed in the MVP race this time. But no, uh, AD won't be the one uh, who will let things uh, go from his hand. He he will just finish it off. Wait, do you, you think LeBron got robbed in the MVP race? Regular regular season MVP race. Of course, I mean, six, I, I'm not saying Giannis didn't deserve it. I, I'm okay. Hold on, I'm not saying Giannis didn't deserve it, but 16 first point uh, is something to something. I, I'll say he got robbed uh, there, but okay, that's okay. It's it's a, it's a dumb dumb trophy at, at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, well, Abhishek, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your insight. Uh, I'm I'm sure you're excited about the Lakers making it back to the finals. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Enjoyed, yeah. in, enjoy the series, and uh, you know, uh, I'm not rooting for the Lakers, but you know, please go ahead. Of if course. you guys win, <laughs> if if you guys win, I'll be happy for you. <laughs> yeah, sure. And uh, good luck for your free agency. Uh, 
with the Knicks. Uh, let's not talk about bad things right now. This is the finals. <laughs> Let, let's not let's yeah, not get yeah. dark right now. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> thank you, Abhishek. It was great talking to you. Thanks, Abhishek. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Kashi. Bye. So I want to thank Abhishek Bhardwaj for helping us uh, start the preview of the NBA Finals. Uh, Kaushik, I'm sure you, you you had flashbacks of your own early years as an NBA fan, where you were just uh, you, you, you were just blinded by your team's homerism, and there was no other thing. One hundred percent. I think that everyone sort of against. Before against. cynicism kicked in into your life. Yes, yes, most definitely. In fact, the funny thing is, like, I I remembered this um, when I realized that. Dwight Howard could actually become a champion, right? Like so. Mm. Obviously, e- everyone knows of the the infamous Dwight Howard season with yes. the Lakers yeah. um, a few years ago when we like Lakers pushed in all the chips to get him, yeah. uh, and he walked out after a year of absolute misery. Yeah. Um, so a, a, a young, enthusiastic, a much less wise twenty early twenties version of me tweeted in a very Dan Gilbert format that. Uh, I, I look forward to winning a championship before Dwight Howard ever does. Oh. <laughs> um, and how, how the tables have turned and now <laughs> that could happen at the same time. It could happen. That, that, that's amazing. Um, you know, yeah, I don't blame the Lakers for... That's that tweet. I think it'll, it'll make for... You uh, should retweet yourself, yeah. I, yeah, it'll make for a good retweet now. I don't blame the Lakers for back then, 2011, whatever it was, to... For I mean Dwight was just in, he was the best big in the NBA. It, it was a big deal to get Dwight Howard back then, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't as big as, in my opinion, it was getting Anthony Davis last year as a big, but uh, Dwight was really damn good. He was very close actually. So um, okay, so but that's it. So so I, I wanted to ask you, you know, since you brought up those years and you have been a Laker fan, obviously, you know, since the Kobe Shaq era. You've seen the five Kobe rings, and beyond that, you are like well versed in Laker history. You know, you are you have an appreciation for, you know, the I don't know, like I, 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 do you go back to the Minneapolis George Mikan days? But I'm sure you have at least from the Jerry West Baylor days, you you know your history pretty well, right, with the Lakers? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, I think Magic Johnson probably more so than the Lakers, yeah. but um, yeah, definitely like aware of. The standing of the of this franchise in like the NBA mm. history and the fact that um, I think for the first time in many 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 years, if the Lakers go on to win this, like it's not going to be Celtics alone at the top. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's if you're counting the Minneapolis championships. Uh, they do. They do. They just do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 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 there's a reason I'm bringing this up. You know, like the Lakers as have, have had this especially the Lakers in Los Angeles, you know, from Jerry West, Baylor, Chamberlain, down to Curry, Magic, Worthy, out to Kobe Shaq, then Kobe Gasol, you know, like there's been, I, I've always found, you know, um, Laker fans to be like some of the most ardent in the NBA. And if you look at Twitter now, like it's all, it's all, like Laker fans outnumber it in volume by two. And, and even when the team is bad, they're like really loud and very enthusiastic. Um, yes. So, but, but my question is going to sound a little bit strange. <laughs> okay. Did you feel that, that, yes, this team is back in the finals. Do you feel a bit awkward about this team? Like, like do, do, do you feel like this is a team you had a chance to embrace as a Laker fan or a chance to love? 
100% true. I, I can't put my finger as to what it is. Maybe it's the fact that like there haven't been home playoff games and you can't see that typical sort of Laker playoff atmosphere, which is actually like yeah one, uh, one, yeah. one of the best things, right? Like and yeah. the, the team knows how to, oh sorry, the city knows how to embrace the team properly. Mm-hmm. And like that missing has definitely played its role. Maybe a secondary role is the fact that like the whole LeBron thing, right? Like it's it's hard to feel that same connection after after you um, stand for a team like Kobe's team or even Shaq for that extent. Like it felt like um, you know LA belonged to those people and they they sort of owned the city. But with LeBron, it's 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 like a bigger thing. Like he's he's like the face of the NBA for the last 20 years. He's obviously like 10 straight finals, all of that stuff. It, it feels like LA is just a stop on his mm-hmm. career path, whereas uh, for the other two, at least in my sort of lifetime of following the Lakers, it's it's been a it's been something a bit more surreal than this. So maybe it's partly that, partly the fact that there haven't been any crowds in, um, in during the playoffs. Um, and yeah, it's just and I think even more so to add to the fact that this team is like it's hard to explain why this team is doing so well, right? Like obviously they've got two top five players, but Beyond that, like it's a flawed team. Yeah. There's no shooters in today's day and age, uh, and they're, they're winning it a bit old school almost, like yeah. playing intense elite D, and like, that's not something we've been used to in the last five years. Like that's not mm. set teams apart. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like I think it's a bit hard for all uh, fans, of course, but also like just NBA fans in general to understand that like how is this team like 12 and three. And how how have they seemingly not looked like a juggernaut like as we discussed the other day, yeah. but somehow like made it with relative ease? I think like it's just a combination of all of these things. Yeah, so I mean, I think you sort of answered that in 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 sort of thinking about it yourself. Uh, I just feel like they have. I, I think as we were previewing the season, a lot of us, including me, we sort of over overthought things. And sort of try to think a lot about like X's and O's, which which usually matter a lot more because you know I would say the 2015 Warriors that won a title, uh, yeah. pre KD Warriors and and the 73 and 19, they really like I I felt they made the NBA watching um, uh, audience or the NBA fans uh, like look for more reasons than pure talent to why something could be successful. Because those Warriors really yeah. did not have... Yes, in hindsight, it's easy to say, oh, best shooters ever. But they really did not have on paper the kind of players who we are used to seeing win championships. You know, just pure, talented, brutal, like super athletes. Um, mm-hmm. And once that happened, then I think a lot of us started to turn to advanced stats to think like, oh, they play defense in this certain way. They take certain smart shots. And I think we started expecting that now every year. We started expecting teams who are just have a certain depth of talent, have a certain switchability. Which that's why a lot of us fell in love with the Clippers. We thought that was going to be that team, the the, the team that true. would be the advanced stat champions, at least in the playoffs. But guess what happened? They never turned it on. You know, we don't need to waste too much breath on them. They really like. I'm so annoyed the fact that they because I feel I feel that there's another reason why this Laker team isn't being considered juggernaut is because they they will they, they will likely win a championship without playing another good team or 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 another great team. You know, without beating the the Clippers or the Bucks. They, they will be champions. And I think the Clippers, it's it's not the Lakers' problem. The Lakers are doing what they're supposed to. 
the Clippers yeah. robbed us of that of that potential matchup. Um, so I think that's one reason. But but I feel that what we overthought was the fact that they literally have two of the five best players in the NBA, and no other team in the league even comes close to that top heavy talent. Like between yeah. LeBron and AD, at the end of the day, it just comes down to who has the better couple of players. And these guys are just so far head and shoulders above everyone else. Um, so that thing, and just to address something you said about um, earlier on about LeBron and you know why this Laker team feels a bit distant. Um, so again, like I, I, you know, I, my my wife and her family are like hardcore lifelong Laker fans, and even for them, it's it's a similar feeling that uh, that that like the LeBron stop feels more like a stop. Like I don't think he has been. Except for for people who became Laker fans very recently, you know, um, so even someone like Abhishek, who's you know, who, who feels he's he, he more emotionally connected to the young pups, you know, um, yeah. Except for people who became Laker fans very easily, it's very hard to sort of. I, I think you, you, uh, I, maybe I would give you the example of when you know, as a football fan, when when Real Madrid signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I was um, gonna say exactly. It's it's. You know, I, I I grew up a Man United hater. So when Ronaldo came, I was like, wow, we have one of the best players in the world. I appreciate the hell out of him, but I don't think I can love him. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And especially and it took, because like he came after like he, he took the number seven from Rahul essentially, right? Like and that's, yeah, he took he took the number feels, seven. Yeah, it feels like that with like Kobe, obviously, on a much much bigger yeah. level. Um, he, and it took Ronaldo many years of both success but also like criticism as he always gets for like real madrid fans to be like oh he's one of us like where we felt the need to protect him you know yeah and by the end of and it he, by also, time, he also had like more than i'm assuming lebron's not going to have more than like three or four years in, in this yeah, top yeah he's, he's definitely Ronaldo had like seven or more than he, that. he had many years and he'll you know I'll, when he retires you know real madrid will be Team, I I predict that he'll be remembered for most. You know, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. With my apologies to United and Juventus. Um, Definitely. Uh, whereas with LeBron, you can't say that. So I think mm. so. So that so that that's a subtle difference. I think it's just felt a bit too like after the one year of not making the playoffs, it it just mm. felt like boom. Now they're in the finals. It like I don't think there was like a journey. Um, but you know what? I don't think you'll be complaining when he adds another championship, <laughs> another banner to the Lakers. <laughs> Not at all. They all count the same. Um. Uh. So, I guess last thing in this matter is, um, or last thing in the Lakers is the, the Kobe angle. Have you thought about the, the the Kobe part of this? You know what it would mean for. I I I know it's hard to think about it because it it's a bubble. There's not the LA emotion that that we have been robbed yeah. of. Um. But like, I mean, I was chatting with a friend yesterday. It would have been like. I was talking about, you know, how amazing would have been if Kobe had been alive and sort of had been mm. talking about this or sort of like watching this team with admiration from the side. Like his his presence would have been, he might have even have, have gone to the bubble to hang out, you know, uh, for True. the finals. Like who knows? It's like, have you had a chance to think about Kobe? Like, I know like for you, he played a defining part in your basketball fanhood uh, basically all your life, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's one of those things where like you, you, He's there at the back of your mind when you think about title-winning Laker teams because it'll be it'll be if if it does happen it'll be the first title without him and but at the same time like he's obviously not here so that makes it very strange and I think like 
everything that you hear from the team, how they sort of rallying around, like their, their chant is one, two, three, Mamba or something like that mm-hmm. these days. Uh, and they come out with like the black Mamba jerseys and uh, AD hitting the shot and then saying Kobe. Uh, yeah, like we do cool. yeah. shoot paper into the trash and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. Uh, it's at the back of like their minds. And I think by extension, it starts becoming uh, a thing in, in fans' minds as well. So I, I think it's hard to disconnect the two, especially like this close to the tragedy that happened a few months ago. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be a funny sort of funny feeling to process. It it's going to be emotional, and again, another thing, as I mentioned, we are robbed. I say this every time, but we the, the COVID has robbed us of having this emotional moment in LA in front of the fans. Um, yeah. You know where I can guarantee to you that that the, that they would have put a or started work on a Kobe statue if if this was a normal year, they would have started work on the Kobe statue like now, you know, or or yeah. or probably like by the summer following his death so um still be, feels weird to say that doesn't it like mm. Kobe's death like it just it doesn't feel right to me um yeah also but, shout out to Augustol for naming his daughter or giving her the middle name Gianna this listen great. I I'm not saying I started crying when I saw that but, I, <laughs> but 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 I'll definitely say that my face changes shape a lot I, I it was and, and I'm saying this as someone who's not a Kobe fan like you and I can't even imagine how how cool that felt because uh, you're yeah. a fan of both these guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it, your face definitely changed and it's not one of those things where Ricky Rubio would say change your face. Because... <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, so so before we go, like I, I do want to discuss the Heat with you also. They have made the finals and let's just not assume uh, that this is going to be an you know, a, a walkover. And I, I, like uh, Abhishek, I'm also predicting the Lakers in six, possibly. But okay. Miami are going to be a fun rival. And I love, love, I'm so excited about the Pat Riley revenge series. To me, that is, in my eyes, that is the narrative of this. Uh, apart from the, 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 the Kobe Laker history narrative we've already talked about. Um, yeah. When LeBron left Cleveland, uh, when LeBron left Miami for Cleveland in 2014, Pat Riley gave this epic press conference I loved it as someone who's like, basically, I, I'm all about players staying with teams through, through thick and thin. I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. So um, it, it was great for me to, to hear Pat Riley say that. But at the same time, you know, LeBron was just like, whatever, man. Like, I'm, I'm a pro. I can make my decisions. So, so LeBron got angry mm-hmm. at that, too. So I love the fact that now the, 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 this, the, they can have this face-off at the highest stage at the, in the freaking finals. Um, this Miami Heat is basically the antithesis of the big three Miami Heat. You know, they're they built almost a completely opposite way. They they yes. they are the kind of team that I would say like all, reminds me actually of Pat Riley's mid 90s New York Knicks teams. Like just a mm-hmm. badass team, and Patrick Ewing is like the Jimmy Butler, just this bruising star. He, like he he's a star, but he's not like 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 a pretty player. You know. Um, yeah. So I, I love watching this Heat. Uh, I love I love them for their shooting, for the defense. I love they seem to genuinely like each other. Like all the the off bubble, you know, all the NBA bubble stories you see, you know, the big face coffee and Goran Dragic and <laughs> Tyler Hero, Bam. Like th- these guys just really seem to be like a, like a close crew. So um, or, or my my heart is with them, but I, I am 
you know, predicting that your Lakers will take this. From your end, what has been for you like the most impressive thing uh, watching this very unlikely Miami Heat team, who, as I said, were on you know on track to win only 49 games in the season, uh, yeah, to watch yeah. this team sort of blossom in the bubble? Yeah, I think I think nobody would have picked Miami at the start of the season, right? Like we all had uh, different sort of levels of faith in the Bucks. We all had different levels of faith in like the you know Raptors who my team was and stuff like that. You know who my team was from the East before mm-hmm. the season? The Philadelphia freaking 76ers. <laughs> oh, Couldn't have been more wrong. I own it. I, I screwed up. <laughs> um, yeah, at least you didn't pick that at the start of the playoffs. So the start of the playoffs, I had a, a Bucks clippers final. But uh, yeah. also yeah. also very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think the great thing to see from Miami through the run of the playoffs is like it's, it's a team that does it by committee, right? Like, yeah. Jimmy Butler is supposed to be the star of this team, but he has never led that team in. Like, I don't think he's led the team in scoring at all throughout the playoffs. Or I don't think he's he's even been like the high usage guy that we all thought he might be. He's just he's playing like the badass leader role, and like everybody else is doing it around him. And I think again, it certainly helps that it's a it's sort of a bubble environment where there's no natural rhythms of like home game away game and like. Bench is not playing well in away games and stuff like that. It's it's yeah. fairly consistent. Yeah, yeah. And that certainly helps with, for the likes of like Tyler Hero and who knows maybe like Hero is such a badass that he might he might do it even in like regular circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's them. Bam is an incredibly likable player. He's so good. Like he's yeah. he reminds me like a, of a mini Anthony Davis. Like maybe maybe not like that big, uh, that skilled, um, but like he plays a lot of like similarity in terms of like defensive switchability and just like just hard-nosed, tough player, gritty player. Um, so yeah, it's a very very likable team, and I'm not going to be surprised at all that the neutral fan, not just because like neutral fan typically tends to not want the Lakers to win, but also that Miami is an extremely likable team, um, and it's going to be fun. You're, the the Pat Riley angle, you're completely right. Like I think there's there's definitely a revenge sort of feeling within Pat Riley and, and like I guess the elite levels of that organization for LeBron sort of walking away. Um, but also I think like LeBron will also probably use this as motivation to, yeah. to stick it to Pat Riley once more. It's the, Between LeBron and Pat Riley, it's interesting. Like both will retire as legends of both teams. And it's so cool. Yeah. Like, uh, it, uh, so so I, I think I texted this to you yesterday. I just want to say this like this Pat Riley uh, information stat, I guess, it's been blowing my mind. The Pat Riley has made the NBA Finals in every decade since the 70s, uh, and he's won a champ. So in the 70s as a player, 80s, 90s, 2000s as a coach, and then 2010s and now 20s as an exec. And he he would have until now he would have won a ring in every decade except for the 90s where the uh, the Knicks lost in the finals. It's just incredible. He really is one of the I mean, the guys in his mid-70s, normally, you know, we we make the mistake of praising people after they die or after, after they go away. I think, mm-hmm. I just want to take this moment to, like, appreciate what Pat Riley has meant to, to like, basketball history. Like, the guy yeah. is one of the all-time greats. Um, and, and, like, the funny thing is, like, Laker fans love him, too. Like, he was really the architect of the, the, the funnest team they had at this, you know? So, um, yeah. and the same thing, like, Miami Heat fans can't hate LeBron. Like he he exactly. gave them so much, so 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 it's gonna be like a, a revenge series, but also like with a lot of appreciation and love, you know. Definitely, definitely. Do you have um, a prediction? And yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I have a prediction. The Lakers made the finals and won in the year 2000. The yeah. Lakers made the finals <laughs> and won the year 2010. Yeah. So it's only and, natural that 2020, uh, this is going to happen again. And I think uh, we, we spoke about this also. They, they made the finals in 1970, 1980. Yep. They won it. That was Magic's first season. Uh, not in 90, but like, so there seems to be something about the decades. 1950, the Minneapolis Lakers. There seems to be yeah. something about the, the start of the decade that, that that's lucky about you guys. Definitely. But in all seriousness, I think like it's a, it's going to be a really good series. Like at least the first couple of games will be like um, when, when the teams sort of figure each other out, I think it's going to be really interesting because they're on one hand, you have these like two absolute superstars on the other hand, like a team that kind of doesn't know how to play without a badass attitude, which is great. Um, so I think it'll be, it'll be really good team games as they start sort of feeding each other out. But I think eventually the the two big superstars will be a bit too much to handle for Miami. And I will also join you in saying that it will probably be Lakers in six. Well, my predictions have been terrible this postseason <laughs> <laughs> after the first round. So uh, I, I'm sort of hoping I get this one wrong as someone who's rooting for the Heat. But either way, uh, Kaushik, congrats on you know breaking the long 10-year stretch of making the finals again. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you know what that feels like. I have, I have no idea what that feels like. Um, so uh, before I let you go, um, I, I do want to change topics, bring things back to India quickly a little bit. Absolutely. This is something we spoke about in our last episode, but it's the lost episode, one of our many lost episodes. Um, I think we should mention it again. Uh, Absolutely. So, so recently, I, I, I added to my list of my own, basically my greatest work when i die i want this to be at the top of my you know achievements uh the in the indian basketball movie database ibmd where i've been writing details about every important scene of basketball in in indian films it's mostly bollywood but i've been trying to you know uh sort of reach out and and see films in other indian languages too to find out more and re- and recently I I watched uh, a bit too late this movie came out a couple of years ago Chichore. Uh, very very timely. Very timely, of course. Uh, uh, R.I.P. to the actor whose you know whose memory has been kept alive for the worst reasons by uh, the Indian media, but he he was a part of one of the most important uh, Indian basketball films in my opinion, or, or or films containing Indian basketball. One of his last films that he made. Uh, have you seen Chichore? Do you know about this film, Kaushik? Uh, I I did see about the first 10 to 15 minutes of yeah. of this movie uh, as I was headed to the airport for a flight, but I haven't managed yeah. to catch the rest of it. So um, why don't you tell me why don't you tell me what the basketball scenes are in this and like where this fits in the in the Hall of Fame of IBMD? Listen, I I would highly highly recommend this film. It's a uh, it's sort of like a college buddy comedy um, yeah. and you know it's Bollywood so it's the jokes are, can get corny sometimes and and things get unnecessarily emotional or, or melodramatic <laughs> uh, but 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 once you're able to look past that I think it's a fairly entertaining movie it's it felt to me like uh, they were trying to evoke uh, Joji Tawahi Sikandar for a certain era where it's a college and there's different uh, hostels and, and they play in um, in like a sports tournament at the very end to judge who is the best one um, 
and it's it it basically the, the, it's a flashback story and in the flashback uh, sushant singh rajput uh, who i think his name in the film is ani he's part of this hostel yeah. who who are who are terrible at everything who are like the sort of the, they call themselves the losers uh except him he's sort of like a, he's played state level basketball so th- the film all becomes about like how he you know through funny means they they find a way to somehow stay in contention for this hostel championship despite not having much talent they they're able to win certain things they they win the chess championship they win track and field and it all comes down to in the best way for them having to win this basketball game in the very end the final against the the, the hostel that is supposed to be the most talented one you know they have this guy who's like a real badass uh in hostel 3 have this player named raji who's like this talented athlete right and yep. i would say that this is one of the at least not counting ajinkya which was actually pretty well coached or choreographed i would say <laughs> in, in 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 hindi films this is probably the best choreographed basketball scenes you will see in bollywood yeah it, it's not hard you can compare <laughs> it's not hard sorry dribbling but 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 it feels like they actually had a basketball coach around in uh, helping choreograph the scene because uh, there are a lot of screen and rolls a lot of picks a lot of like mid range jumpers and like you, you could tell actually there's too many mid range jumpers like when i wrote about this i said this is sort of daryl morey's nightmare because there were no layups and no threes almost every possession on both ends was like a quick screen and roll or a pick and pop you know uh but i mean that already is is good coaching for for like indian bollywood standards um, yeah so basically both teams are playing that way the hey but it, it is a, it is a flashback right so it's it's like a style from the it's 90s. true it's yeah. true we, we are back in the 90s so it's it, there's, there's a lot more of that i guess you are you are yeah. 100% correct daryl mori is like three ball revolution hasn't hadn't happened yet mori ball hadn't happened yet um <laughs> and uh so like the, the the good guys hostel four led by ani are, are trading by 12 at half time you know and normally you know like these underdog movies i know how they end it's like space jam style right like they're going to make a big comeback in the second half they're going to win and they do exactly that they make a big comeback um with like 6 seconds to go in the game um uh hostel four they're down two now you know they made it all the way back they call a timeout and they decide to come up with like the most radical play to win this game the radical play is that they're going to take a three pointer no one has taken a three pointer yet it's considered a big deal they'll they'll take a three uh and they do exactly that like uh ani he loses his man catches the ball at the top of the key which is basically like the the worst of the three point shot to take the furthest one um he takes the shot it bounces all around the basket it feels like the kawhi leonard shot that beat the the philadelphia 76ers and wow but guess what koshik he misses the shot spoiler alert he misses and the and the good guys team loses the game and to me this is where the movie went from being like a good movie to a great movie because it it sort of robbed me of something that i predicted would happen so easily right um the hero lost he let he let his teammates down he was feeling really sad but he earns the respect of his, the the villains and at the very end of the day that becomes the the moral of the story it's like you know it it's not about like you know if if you try hard enough you're not a loser you at least you tried you know i think that was the moral um it's a good message yeah and i i mean it's not something that pat riley would be telling the miami heat but <laughs> but but uh it might be what happens 
<laughs> it might be what happened. So uh, I know I just spoiled it, but uh, I think it's 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 a great movie it's, to watch. It's fine, Karan. The movie has been out for. Like, it's been out for two years. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Um, it's uh, a, a worthy entrant into the Indian uh, basketball movie database. Definitely, definitely feels like it's it's worth a watch. Um, I, I will watch it and then like we can have another breakdown of it. We could we could probably rank it amongst all of the other ones. We need to do that one day. We need to have an episode that is instead of sort of shoehorning the, these conversations at the very end, we need to have an episode yeah. that is purely an episode about ranking these films. Oh, uh, and, and we will call upon another expert in Indian basketball and uh, Indian film and Indian basketball to yes. to help us to help us do deal with that. Excellent stuff. Uh, yeah, that was that was great. Karan. really appreciate the breakdown of Chichore on on the podcast. I think like the the IBMD sections are definitely like one of my favorite elements of Hoop Darshan, uh, and I'm sure they are to all of our listeners as well. So uh, once again, take the opportunity to thank all of you for tuning in to Hoop Darshan for listening to us talk about all sorts of different things, uh, and especially basketball Indian movie breakdowns. Um, <laughs> If you want, if you want to hit us up on Twitter and if you want to chat with us about this or anything else, uh, Karan is at Hoopistani and at Karan Madhav one on Twitter. I'm at underscore Kapshik seven. The podcast is at Hoopdarshan, and we will be. We, we are also around on a bunch of different platforms like iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, uh, and, and lots of other places. So hit us up, and until next time, hashtag Lakers. Nah, hashtag. Lakers. <laughs> <laughs>